Hello, folks, and welcome to the Three on the Tree podcast. I'm Casey, here with Davis, and Ian's kind of here, but he's having audio yeah, trouble. I'm just raw-dogging it with just the phone, that's it. Your phone it, audio It actually sounds better. way better. Yeah, yours comes here real nice. Thank you. Remind me of that homeless guy that they uh, turned into a, like a sportscaster. Remember that? No. No. It was like a big news story. Never mind. I don't. I don't watch homeless person news. <laughs> well, it was like in, when we were in college, there was a, like this big like, oh, heartwarming, heartwarming, heartwarming like Disney story about a uh, a homeless guy that they picked up off the street, and he had like this perfect radio voice, and they turned him into like a oh. sportscaster. Yeah, like the uh, what was his name like Golden Voice or something? Maybe. Um. Trash can yeah. man. Yeah, black dude looked like super squirrely. I don't I don't know that I ever saw him. I just remember the oh. story. I was like, ah, this will be a Disney movie someday. Played by Tony Danza. <laughs> and then of all uh, things, like you have the clearest video feed, Ian. You got a lot of gray in your uh your butt stash there. Yeah, I do. Chubbs, your your video locked up like an hour ago. Oh, I see that. Oh, now you're back. Maybe maybe you're just sitting super still for like twenty minutes. <laughs> Who knows? I lead a sedentary lifestyle. Uh, yeah. It, Ian, how are you propped up? I'm a side. <laughs> there we go. That's what it is. Chilling. Okay, I, it just it looks should I, weird. Should I be more proper and like sit straight up? We were trying to do that motorcycle build stream Tuesday, and it did not. It was like the internet was so crappy that night for some reason. Maybe just everybody was streaming on Twitch at once or something. But you get about like thirty seconds of video, and then it would lock up for two minutes. And then 30 seconds of video, and then it would lock up for two minutes. So we finally just quit. Yeah, I saw one of the pictures that was uh, advertising your uh, your new venture, and it just looks like you took everything off a bike, including the front wheel, and just let it fall. I was like, oh, man, that's oh yeah, over really well. Oh, yeah, when it was in the garage? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I needed the, uh, I needed the, the lift. Because I was actually finally working on my Virago a little bit. Oh, no shit. Yeah, I got the rear the rear wheel problem all sorted out. Um, so, yeah, that that was a pain. What, what was the problem? Well, I tried to convert it because I didn't, I didn't want the swirly wheels, you know, right. the swirly wheel in the back. So I tried to convert it to like a mid-80s rear wheel off of a different like a XV700. Okay. But it was a different width. The wheel itself was like the hub. So yeah. when I put it on the bike, I you know, I had it powder coated, put a t- you know, bought a tire for it and had it mounted and everything, new wheel bearings, all that stuff. Get it on the bike and it won't it would 
it wasn't straight with the front wheel. It had like a like maybe a three quarter inch offset. Huh. I didn't think that'd be good for business, so Ian, you've got no audio now. Yeah, you oh, bitch. Oh, now you're coming back. <laughs> Dude, the, that because I can't find my headphones. That uh, least technologically capable podcasting ever. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. not everybody's a pro like you. Well, yeah, it costs. You have the same microphone, you dick. <laughs> I've had it for like six months. Yeah. You Eat can my literally shit like and then two of your shits. Every episode, the amount of effort and quality of this thing just goes down significantly. Oh, yeah. You take a step I mean, towards the bottom every time. We're, we're going to be underground soon. It's getting <laughs> that bad. Dude, that kit uh, is sweet, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm, like, super pumped to build it, but we've decided we're only going to build it on stream. So... We got a we got a, like a hundred foot Ethernet cable coming tomorrow, so we can start back up. But it's like it's a no weld kit. Everything like buttons on, and it's got all the metal pieces prefabricated and stuff. So it's like a it's like putting together an erector set. Are you gonna give it away afterwards? No. If it's uh, I don't know. Probably either sell it or uh, sell raffle tickets. Sell raffle tickets? That's yeah. actually a great idea. Dude. Oh, you made a bunch of money. Yeah, like uh I, I did that for the uh for that Ducati that those people built. I mean, they did like real shit, not what you're doing, but <laughs> uh you know, they they made that thing badass and like if you were like a first tier contributor, then like you got like your name into the uh into the to the spreadsheet to possibly win it at the end of the build and like if you're second tier you get two entries fifth tier tenth tier so on so forth so like each month they would have all these people that signed up different tiers to get like different amounts of of like uh spots in the spreadsheet so they they must have made a ton of fucking money i'm a sucker for those every time i see one of those raffle things for a bike i yeah i buy them yeah. yeah. Sometimes I look at it and I'm like, I don't even want that bike, but I'm gonna buy it anyways. <laughs> there was it like would be awesome to sell. Cafe and Bobber Nation is doing one right now, and they won't draw the winner until they sell like all of the tickets. Yeah. So I've bought I've bought like three or four tickets for it. Just like, oh, it's still going. I'm gonna throw another entry in the hat, and it's not a cool bike. It's just like, I just want to win. I just like to win. <laughs> <laughs> It was like that tank bag I won. I put it on, rode the bike once, and I was like, I don't like this. And I took it off. <laughs> Davis, because he's the he's the one out of all three of us that rides the most. Yeah, I'll send it to you. You want it? Sure. Fax it my way. Just uh, clean your dildos and shit out of it before you send it. Cause right, I'm not... that's what's in there. Yeah, <laughs> your, your motorcycle dildos. <laughs> Uh oh, got a flat tire on the side of the road. Schlong. Whoops. I don't see how this is gonna help, but well, it's here now. 
So, not exactly a cheery topic, but uh, what, net neutrality got rolled back today? Yep. I'll admit, I know that it's a negative thing in most regards, but I don't really know that much about net neutrality. You know, uh, I I don't know a ton about it, but um, basically what I have been reading is if there are telecom services that provide, that are ISPs that own other companies, like uh, the big one that they kept using was um, Verizon. And um, Verizon owns or has some stake in like Yahoo. So they would throttle or block access to Google and push you to use Yahoo uh, because that's their <sighs> service. So essentially like, I mean, okay, it's the most obvious examples are like search engines and stuff like that, but really it could affect yeah. every type of online business. Oh yeah. So you're essentially letting like the internet versions of Walmart come in and just kick the crap out of the internet versions of like mom and pop shops, just like it did, I, they did in real life, like over the past 40 years. I, I don't even know if it's that too. I think that there's uh, enough of a, a reach to possibly, uh, you know, say, well, you know, I oppose pornography. So, uh, if you if you go to Pornhub, you're getting throttled. You won't be able to stream. You can only look at pictures. Or you know, <laughs> I I have a problem with this <laughs> fetish. No video for you, only gifts. Yeah. So <laughs> you know, it's uh, you gotta be quick. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you like redundancy because it's only gonna play for three seconds. Um. So stuff like that, and uh, some of the ISPs, uh, they were quoted as saying, you know, we we don't find any benefit to offering packages, like uh, because it was this big um, projection about there being like social media packages or streaming packages, stuff like that, the type of internet that you get, so that you can use those services. And the the ISPs were like, well, we don't we don't see any benefit to to charging more for packages. Like, really? You you fucking assholes! It, it's called profit. That's exactly why you're gonna do it. <clears throat> this, we're talking about the people that still offer packages for television. Yeah, exactly. So they're gonna turn. They're gonna use that same business model, which sucks, and apply that to the internet. So, you know, I think the thing that like I saw somebody commented on a on a post today and they were you know what they had said was you know it was our tax dollars that launched those satellites into space for the most part you know our tax dollars built a lot of the communication stations and stuff like that like it's it's a public service almost you know and obviously there's more to it than that but I don't know. It just seems like a really a, a step in the wrong direction. And it seems like anybody who's willing to throw cash at those telecom companies is probably going to get preferential treatment to anyone else. So, I mean, that's the thing that I wonder about is, like, as a small business, like, 
you're an internet startup and you sell a product that they sell at Amazon. I mean, think think like Yeti coolers like three years ago before anybody knew who they were. You know, like right. If 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 you have to compete with a major company in your market, you know, then like you're just not going to be able to put up the cash to like get your searches to the top of the uh, the queue and stuff like that. Yeah, and um, a, a big thing. Uh, I mean, the the most that I've heard from all of this so far was just them being able to to throttle uh, different sites based on their own their own uh, whims and their affiliations. As far as getting your stuff on the top of searches, though, how how would you how would they get past Google to do that? Um... Doesn't Google control that? Doesn't their algorithm control well, that's, that? Yeah. I think each uh, each search entity has its own uh, search engine optimization. And um, you kind of have to pay to be seen a bit more. Right. So it's not just Google, but it's Yahoo, it's Bing, it's all of them. You mean that's the way it's been already? I mean that's how it's uh, that's how it's going now. At least since since I've been working on websites, like your your search engine optimization, it, it kind of crawls through your site, looks at everything that you have, and and points out issues that would make people not want to. Uh, click on it, and then based on your rating of how you score on all of those things, kind of places you in that that searching pecking order. So is that a separate software that you apply to it, or is that Google itself? Um, there is some foundation within Google itself. Um, but a lot of it just has to deal with um, the coding itself of the site. So, I'm like, so if glad you're, I don't have to work in that industry. <laughs> <laughs> I think like I'd kill myself. If your images have like <clears throat> alternate texts, then it'll it'll score higher. If it doesn't, then you know you've you've lost a point, an internet point, a search point, internet search point. That's what we'll call it. Very stupid. Huh. And yes, you should be glad you don't have to work in it because it, it's it's very stupid. It's a lot of crap. Interesting. No, it's not. <laughs> I was being not polite. Even close. I know. <laughs> this is very nice of you. It it warmed the cockles of my insides, but uh, yeah, no, it's not interesting at all. Well, but it is my mad. job. There was a bomb threat at the uh, FCC today. Oh, yeah? Yeah. But that did. Uh, it, this is like another one of those situations, like, uh, right after um, right after hearing about it being repealed, stuff like that, like, they were talking about some of the numbers as far as, like, people that, uh, you know, were against it 
how many people on on each side of the aisle were against it and it's like i don't i don't see how this actually went through unless it was just a dictatorship that was kind of within a a government setting well did the fc the fcc basically repeal it didn't they everybody on the right they knew what going to go, how it was going to go. They knew where the votes were going to go, so they could say whatever they want to stay elected. Yeah, so maybe that's it. They're still going to go their way, but they can play it out like it's not going to go their way. Assholes. Yeah. Uh, I gotta say, um, it's kind of like the Republicans are doing about everything they can to be <laughs> just hated universally. Yeah. At the moment. Yeah. Uh, one of the sticking points that that I saw about um, this whole net neutrality thing was that this was all set up during uh, Obama's era, and all these Republicans just wanted to attack this strictly because it was from Obama's era. Well, you know, you know what they tried yeah. to spin it as at the time was they used the 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 verbiage to make it sound like net neutrality was about ensuring that there was equal representation of like right and left viewpoints that's what like all those talk radio guys and stuff spun it as and it had nothing to do with that but that was their mantra during the whole thing was like oh well they're gonna limit you know uh, access to to Drudge Report, you know, and and push people towards whatever you know MSNBC.com or whatever. I I don't know. There's been a lot of just nonsense, or surrounding this whole deal. I agree, hundred percent. What? Hey, at least the uh, the child molester didn't get elected this week. So, when did? Uh... Net neutrality go that, into place. That Roy Moore guy. That's Moore? who I was talking about. Roger Moore? Is that his name? Roger Moore? Roy Moore. I think that's... Yeah, yeah Roger Moore is James Bond. All right. What so did, when, did, when did the net neutrality uh, laws go into place? I couldn't tell you. That was during Obama's? Yeah. That's, I want to say like maybe 2013, 14 or something like that. Oh. Wasn't it? Everything before then was nothing changed. Well, we're probably not all gonna die, like some people no. are acting. <laughs> but nothing changed from like like post twenty thirteen. Whenever it passed, I didn't notice a difference. So they weren't doing it before that. So why all of a sudden is it like the doomsday? Well, I think it's. <laughs> I think it all relates to a lot of the uh, behind-the-scenes negotiations that trickle down to us in, like, two or three years. Yeah. We have a very, yeah. like, cursory understanding of this subject as a whole. I don't understand it at Maybe all. we should have read an article or something. <laughs> one. One article would have been awesome. <laughs> give, me the, give me the high points. Give me the Trump, the Trump briefing version of it. <laughs> you got one right with pictures? too. Say my name a few times in there so I can stay interested. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, I was just reading the headlines as I was driving home. That's it. 
<laughs> That's yeah. It's a snowstorm. This is uh, a political show. It is. Okay, so net neutrality went into place two years ago. Okay. 50. It's even less than I thought. Keep going, E. Teach so. us. Teach us the ways. <laughs> Let me know did all the things that I've just said wrong. So we can restart this episode and I can talk about farts or something. <laughs> did you see the interview uh, on election night a couple nights ago? The interview between um, Roy Moore's, one of his campaign workers, campaign representatives, and uh, I think it was Jake Tapper. No, I don't. I don't ever. I don't watch TV. Well, I only saw it because it was on Dig and they were. It was hilarious because. This guy was so dumb. It was amazing. You know, because this guy, they started asking him questions about, uh, you know, like Roy Moore's political positions on things. And one right. of the, the, the clincher at the end was, he said, well, you know, Mr. Or Candidate Moore, Judge Moore, is, has said at times that he doesn't believe that a Muslim should hold, you know, uh, should be in Congress. And he's like, can you explain, does he still hold that position, and why would he say that? And he goes, well, well, the reason is because, uh, you know, they have to swear on the Bible in order to take their seat, and, and that's against a Muslim's religion, so he doesn't believe that they can they can take that, that oath. And the guy goes, well, but you don't have to swear on the Bible, you can swear on a, you know, a different holy book or you know you can opt out of that or whatever you know like if you're if you're a muslim you swear on the quran you know this guy had no idea that that was the case he was arguing back and forth with him going well i was an elected official and i swore on my bible when i said and he goes yeah because you're a christian and you you pick that but you don't have to pick that and the guy's like he literally just sat there with his mouth open you could see like the wheels turning in his in his brain just going like this is new information. I didn't. I was not told that. <laughs> it was so funny. So, uh, what happens if you're agnostic? Uh, what is it? Uh, you swear on a package of ground beef. Yes. <laughs> Which is the way that I'm gonna go. Right. Uh. You know, maybe a copy of The Hobbit, oh, or maybe no. let's see. Well, if you're agnostic, TV Guide, Cindy Crawford, Reader's Digest, <laughs> uh, whatever. I don't know. Is Reader's Digest still around? I'm sure there's a digital version of it now. That's horrible. That was the one that was like a small magazine, right? Yeah. It was like physically smaller than... <laughs> it was physically smaller. Why? It was lesser than... I don't know. So it... It uses up less room in your bathroom, where that's the only place those have been found historically since their dawn. Like, no one's buying one of those or having a subscription to one and like leaving it on a coffee table for a good read. No, this is pre cell phone era. So it was reader's digest, throw it in the fucking shitter 
And once you're there and you're having yourself a go, uh, you know, you got something to read. Remember everybody, That's it. Like everybody's grandma used to have that magazine holster on the side of the toilet. Yeah. Just chock full of Reader's Digest. Was, I know my grandma did. It was always like that Amish furniture color of wood, too. <laughs> the little hearts cut out of it, you know, and stuff. <laughs> Precisely. We're on the same page. Really, we are. Uh, so, Chubbs, what else has been going on? You been traveling? Uh, well, within Kansas. Yeah, today I drove like five hours. Weep. Way, way out to the, the eastern edge of the state, right before the Missouri border. Worked for like a couple hours and then took off. It was, it was kind of a waste of time. But, so, what are you actually doing now? You're just. I, I'm the slinging your snake oil or what? Yeah, pretty much. I'm like, I'm just pretty much just been helping my sales guys make deals and get some new stuff going in their territories. It's all right. It's like a whole different side of things than I've ever done before. It's it's pretty fun. It's just it's there's so much to do. Like I'm gonna be busy forever. So, do thing. you enjoy this? Yes, I do. It's definitely different. Like, there's some there's some cons to it as well. But I'm I have a partner in the whole thing. Um, he's basically my boss, and he's the general manager, and he does a lot more of the behind the scenes stuff, like you know, figuring out uh, you know insurance and payroll and. Um, you know, a lot of the paperwork and stuff like that he takes care of, and then I'm mostly working in the field. So he's HR? Well, kind of, for now anyways. He comes, he's trying to get out into the field more too, but we got to hire an assistant to take over some of that stuff. But yeah, it's fun. It's just, it's a lot different. Really? Because it doesn't sound like fun. It's fun. It's fun to go, like, actually sell stuff. You know, before I was, like, doing all training and everything, which is cool, too. I'll still get to do a lot of that. But, like... Were you selling stuff when you were here in Michigan? Yeah. I didn't know as much then as I do now. Well, I'm much better at it now than I was then. You got your wagon wheels on nice and tight? Right. <laughs> <laughs> But oh. all of our guys have been on salary since the merger, you know. And uh, starting next month, they all go on commission. So it's going to be pretty cool, like, when they actually, you know. Their when they start fucking start, off. Well, their yeah. territories start growing and they're, you know, like, they're reaping the financial rewards of all the stuff they've been doing the past few months, you know. Okay. So. I get that. That doesn't doesn't sound horrible. No, I like it. Kind kind of horrible, but not not the worst. It's probably not for you. You can stick know, to uh, Google searches and all that jazz. Here's the weird thing: <laughs> I have to deal with like so many people every day, and I am great at it. But like, as soon as I hang up the phone. I'm like, these motherfuckers 
fuck this guy, fuck that person, fuck all of these idiots. They're the dumbest fucking people I've ever met. What and are their I'm names? Rings, I'm like, hey, how are you? <laughs> how can I help you, man? What are their, what are their, their first and last names? Oh, I have so many. I can give you a list. <laughs> it just won't fucking matter. They're too dumb to operate simple technology. They would never know that I was bad-mouthing them on a thing called the Internet, let alone <laughs> a very, very obscure podcast that nobody listens to. Um, but, yeah, really really just fucking stupid people. Hmm. Really oh, stupid. work. We got, uh, as you guys know, picked up a water jet. Dude, that Ducati thing looked awesome that you cut out. That thing's pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was pretty awesome. That that water jet is insane. Super tedious. <laughs> I can, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah. That thing. Like, it that has, like, okay, so it's got a, a mixing chamber, which mixes the water and the... It's garnet, we'll just call it sand. Uh, it mixes all in abrasive, essentially, to, to cut through material. So... The little nozzle on the end. You gotta watch out because it's made of a peanut brittle, essentially. Ah, uh, yes. Literally the most brittle thing on earth. So um, I knew, like, I knew I was gonna make that. I was gonna collide. I think it's gonna collide with something that I had on the table at some point, and it happened, and it snapped in half, which is good because that little piece is one hundred and twenty-five dollars. If it didn't break that little piece, if it wasn't brittle, it would cost $700, which is the mixing chamber above it. Ugh. So I'd break that, break that, and I'm like, ah, oh, shit. So I'd, I guide the thing back, you know, towards me, and I grab the one spare nozzle that we have, drop it on the ground, break it in half. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. So it took me about... It took me about two minutes to spend two hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> and then uh yeah. I broke another one. Since? Yeah. My god. Weird, like when you so you gotta set the parameters for the machine, right? So let's say your your material's an inch thick, right? So you set it an inch and essentially like an an inch and you know, an eight. So one point one Two five inches, and then you set your standoff, which is when it's done cutting that certain thing and moves on to the cut the next thing. It picks itself up and moves over. Well, I had set it up on a two inch base. It didn't change the standoff, so it it actually went lower. It cut at the yeah, and then before it moved the next spot, it dipped down to the initial (laughs) I had it, and then moved over and snapped it in half. So it cut Uh a hole, put itself in the hole, and then broke it. (laughs) <laughs> oh my word uh, all these little things like all these little tiny parameters you gotta keep in mind every time you change something but it's cool did you get it all leveled out and shit it's, it's, no <laughs> fuck no okay, it's, close. Well. it's close but it's it's a mess dude I, got, I still gotta get on the phone with a, some Italian and have them send me new stuff cause they, <laughs> they it's all jacked up but it's cool. Yeah. I don't know. Cuts anything, so that's cool. 
I just, it's like one of those things, you know, like when you first get a smartphone, you want it, you want it, you want it. Once you get it, you got it in your hand, you have no fucking idea what to do with it. Uh, so I've always wanted this water jet around, like a water jet. Yeah. Back one. I finally get one. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I want. I don't right. Now that I got it, I don't watch it. Huh? What'll be cool with it is like, can you, do they care what you do with it? Can you just do whatever you want with it? Well, within reason. Like, you can do your personal stuff with it, right? Yeah. What? Yeah, that, that'd be fine with that. What would be cool for it is, like, if you make, like, you know, like, side covers and stuff like that for bikes. It'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. Like Which is easy. Project in mind. You just write the program and you set it on there and it just cuts up. Simple as that. It's, 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 once you get the hang of it, it's easy. Here's a question for you. What do yeah. you think, okay, for a functional running motorcycle, like roadworthy, runs, drives, lights work, you know, what what is the bottom dollar for a functional bike? Uh, that, I think that really depends on... Yeah, that's relative. Yeah, way more things than... Well, you know, like, there's, like, kind of a threshold for it. Like, like for a road bike, you know, if it runs and drives and the lights work and everything like that, I mean, I feel like you're probably not going to find one for less than, like, you know, 800 bucks. Well, uh, the, the going theory is if it's a functional bike, could need some work, but it is functional, it's a dollar per cc. I don't think that's valid anymore, though. I thought that was so? for a non-running bike. A non-running non-running bike, is like half. Dollar per cc. If it runs and drives, or if it runs at least, it's not roadworthy, but it runs. It's like two bucks a cc or something. Dude, motorcycles were like when we first got into them, what eight years ago or something. Yeah, it's so much different. It's all market dictated now. Yeah. So, yeah, the inter- the internet's really crushing us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's whatever somebody else is selling one for. A little right. bit cheaper than. Yeah, but I I don't know, like, just based off of uh, like the bikes that I've purchased in the past. I mean, I I don't think I've ever spent more than six fifty unless it was on the Ducati. But I think it's like. Like, even, like, right now is way different than two years ago. There's It's like there's more people looking for, for bikes. Maybe. I don't know. And if you make a... If you, uh, you slap a handle, like, some Clubman bars on it and, like, a little oh, yeah. flat seat or something... Like, even if it's not great and it, you could still advertise it as a cafe racer, I feel like that value goes up, you know, 30 40%. I think you're right. I'm just wondering because, like, you know, this time of year... Because you're looking you, to get rid of your new bike. <laughs> no, no, I'm not, like, I'm not looking to sell one right now. I sold a... What did I sell? I put, I put, like, I parted out that old Suzuki that I had, put it all on eBay, 
the three eighty. The uh, the one eighty five. Okay. That is a GT one eighty five, so a two two stroke road bike twin. Okay. But uh, I don't know parts on eBay for that kind of stuff. I don't know if that's the way to go. But like, you know, this time of year you can always snatch up stuff for pretty cheap. It's like that monster I bought. What was that like a hundred, like a thousand bucks? Yeah. You know Which, that was it ran that's fucking brilliant. I, I liked mean, that you, bike. You threw a lot into it. Right. Um, but yeah, I just like the size of it. I, I, I really want like one of those, uh, fucking jokes so I can make like a little a dirt road cruiser out of it and throw some knobs on it. Yeah. Put some, put some knobby tires and like a bottom mount headlight and some, yeah. uh, some of those like tracker bars look great. Yeah. Just something to have fun with. And because I, I know for certain, 100% certain that my tires do not like dirt roads at all. It's very <laughs> twitchy. And not a whole lot of grip. Kind of scary. Um, but yeah, it'd be sweet to find something like that for a thousand dollars. I was jelly. I was jelly when you got that. There's just stuff that pops up this time of year that I'm like, hmm. If I bought that, rebuilt the carbs, and got it running, like what could I sell it for? in april you know yeah like there's one on uh let go right now and i've been watching it for like um like two months now it's a it's a 1980 honda it's like a cm 400 so it's 400 cc commuter bike two you know twin not anything like super special or anything but basically like a cb 400 you know got like more of a cruiser style seat on it and bars and stuff but it looks like it's in pretty good shape it looks like the sort of thing that like you rebuilt the carbs through a battery in it probably run just fine you know they went from 500 bucks to 250 so i think i might go take a peek at it tomorrow and if like the tank's not rusted out and it oh. turns over like so stupid <laughs> why how many bikes do you have in your garage right now? Uh, well, I have mine in April's. Those are both running functional bikes. Uh, the, the AT or DT125, that one is running now. I don't have it back from the uh, the mechanic guy yet, but that one runs and it's good to go now. So I essentially I have the Virago. I have the Kawasaki, which that, I mean, that one was running when I took it apart. So... That one will be fine. I've really only got one bike that's like uh, I'm not exactly sure what to do with. Huh. For some reason, I just anticipated it being a lot worse. They got April's bike. Yeah. What, what bike's April's bike? The uh, CL360. little green one. So... CL, your Virago, your new bike. Yeah. The Ninja, Kawasaki. I feel like there's more. The Kawasaki. 
The ninja's the only Kawasaki. Oh, okay. okay. I've got, I was I've got thinking, two running I was road bikes. Cowabunga. Oh, that's that's that I sold in Michigan. Yeah. I, so we've got two running road bikes. We got one running dirt bike. We got the Ninja, the Virago, and then a uh, a DT one seventy five. And the DT, I just need to I need to buy a new uh, stator for it. Once I do that, I think that one will be in good. It'll be good to go, pretty much. <laughs> All right. Okay. I just like I, I don't know. I I just like messing with them. Like I could buy a, you know, I could buy a newer bike. For what I've gotten in you know several of those, but like I like building it more <laughs> than I like riding. <laughs> and now I got a uh, insulated finished workspace i got a heater out there i mean i got it all cleaned up it's nice yeah that's not bad not bad at all uh i got a new heater and that thing is a freaking blast furnace yeah that's like one of those job site ones yeah was it running kerosene loud or what it's it's kind of loud um, because it, it is like, uh, fan fed, but, um, it's on a thermostat. So like, you know, you set it for 70 degrees, you know, fire it up, let it go for a little bit, go inside, get yourself a coffee, come back out and it's off. Dude, that's it awesome. It just, it just fires itself back on. Yeah. That's awesome. I might, it's kind of awesome at some point. Super efficient. Well, I'll tell you this, uh, when I first got it and I had it hooked up and like I'm out there working in the garage, every single fucking time that that thing fired back up, it just scared the fuck right out of me. <laughs> just burn! I was like, oh, fuck! Just dropping shit all over. <laughs> I mean, super warm, awesome, great, love it, but yeah, it scared the fuck out of me so many times. And I was like... Eh. Halfway through the evening, it was like six o'clock, and I'm like cranking away on some stuff. I was like, my my nerves literally can't handle this anymore. Like I'm gonna like have a, a serious like <laughs> breakdown if I keep getting the shit scared out of me. So I gotta knock this off. You say the uh, the Dookie crew that bought that thing. for you? Yeah. Yep. Nice. You gotta put that thing outside and just pipe it in. <laughs> That's like. I want to get a, uh, uh, you know, like a good-sized air compressor for my garage at some point, but I don't yeah. want that thing in the garage. Like, I want, like, one of those little Rubbermaid sheds or something outside with it in there. Yeah. Yeah, precisely. I think that's a brilliant idea. You don't want to hear fucking oilless pistons just banging around? <laughs> yeah. Like, my dad's got a big one of those, you know, one of the big, like, uh, oiled ones and everything, and that thing, man, it is noisy. Yeah, deafening. They are, they are a little, little ruckusy, but I mean, if you throw it outside, then uh, if you're ever outside, you know, or your neighbors are gonna really, really, really appreciate that. Just Don't have uh, any. put a put a uh, a little shut up and just foam insulate the shit out of that thing. 
Yeah. That would work. Davis, did you see my new little pal? I did. What's his name? Ron or something? Finn. Oh. Is it, his name's Ron? No, his name's Finn. Why? Yeah, what's what Star Wars character is Finn? He's uh he is a Star Wars character. We know. Uh all your animals. Right. Yeah, he's from uh the the new series that he was in Force Awakens, he's in the new one tomorrow. Or tonight, I guess Mike, it is. Did Mike spoil it for you? Dude, that that made me really mad actually. <laughs> I know he was just joking around, but I I've been on like information blackout for that and I don't know if it's accurate, but if it is I was very upset. <laughs> I've been purposely like avoiding trailers and all that stuff. Like I don't want to know anything about it. Oh, I knew it. If if it turns out that that's the case, I'm just going to mail him a box of these cat turds. Oh, <laughs> uh, that would suck. Oh, it was so brilliant. And I almost missed it too. Like I just glanced at it and I was like, oh, well, I don't know what that means. Oh, oh! oh! <laughs> <coughs> when was the last time that we uh, that we podcasted? Maybe like three so, weeks right? ago. Yeah, something like that. Shit, uh, a lot of people are potentially going to jail now since then. I mean, I know we talked about it on our last one. Oh yeah, going to jail, and that was that was just the the Louis C.K. at that point. That was like the day of or the day after. Right, he's going to jail. Oh, I don't know. People are going to jail. Well, they're oh. investigating some of them. Yeah, dude, it's like it's like a new person that you can't believe every day, like Dustin Hoffman. What? You heard it here first, folks. No, oh, he literally he's been accused. He said they said he exposed himself to a minor and Oh, that's real? Stuff. Yeah. Oh, no shit. <laughs> the, uh... I thought you were just pulling the name out of a hat. Fuck. Who's, who's the news anchor guy? Ron Burgundy? No, who the fuck's that guy's name? Uh I know who you're talking about. I can't think of his name. Oh, well, who cares? Yeah. Uh, somebody somebody tried to... Uh, they were going to... They tried to blackmail Ryan Seacrest over something. One of his former co-workers or something like that. It was like a studio employee or something. And they asked for a whole bunch of money or else they were going to go public with their accusations so he just like put out a press release he's like hey um i don't think you know if i ever made this person feel anything but respected and loved then i'm really sorry but you know i can't i don't remember a any specific incident where you know anything like that happened he was just like he just beat it to the punch smart huh. Is Charlie Rose? Oh, that's right, Tavis Smiley. Yeah, uh, Charlie Rose. That's the one that you're trying to think of, right? Oh, uh, nope. Blake. Oh, Barry Matt Lauer. Cole. 
Matt Lauer, that's what Yeah, was. Matt Lauer's another one. He's kind of a douche anyways, isn't he? I don't know. I I just don't like reporters, so I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's like some of my favorite videos are, are videos of reporters getting like flustered or people like messing with them while they're recording. Uh Russell Simmons. Who's Russell Simmons? Uh, Mario Vitale. Oh yeah, him too. Kevin Spacey. Kevin James. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> don't don't you talk bad about Paul Shart the mall cop. <laughs> Kevin Costner. Is he really one of them? No. Oh. I'd let him fondle me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Harvey Spacey James Toback? Some uh uh Republican politician pulled a Bud Dwyer and killed himself. Yeah. I heard that. Not, not really a Bud Dwyer, he didn't kill himself on T V but I wonder what was, what skeletons were lurking in his closet. Speaking of which, did you guys see the video of the Chinese guy who fell from that building? No. Some have you guys seen the pictures posted lately? Uh, how they're all over Reddit of uh, the the Chinese guy climbing the buildings. No. Climbing the buildings and taking like GoPro shots. From the top of the buildings, from real crazy places like doing pull-ups and shit over the side of buildings. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, well, anyway, this guy was climbed on the side of a building, was doing a couple pull-ups, and then got to a point where he was like, uh, uh couldn't pull himself up, and just lost grip and fell 66 stories to his death. Ooh, oh shit! You can watch the video. Doesn't show him hit, hit anything. Just shows a shot of him losing his grip. You could hear him like, eh, eh, and just fell. He hit the ground like a water balloon. It sounded like he hit something on the way down. Oh, you get that twirl going. <laughs> That's bad Maybe news. Maybe or something. That would uh... be a bad way to go. I mean, it would be a bad way to go, but not the worst way. Definitely not the worst way. It's Quick. Just, if you if you're falling like that, you know you're falling from that high up. You need to just do a backflip and land on your head. Just make sure that you don't have to sit there and, <laughs> and wait for worst? for three minutes after you hit. You know. What's yeah. The worst way to go. What's the worst way to go? Yeah. Crocodile. <laughs> I'm serious. You, well, yeah, because they're they're tearing you apart and you're drowning in mud. They're dragging you down, shoving you under a log, then you drown. <laughs> then they come back later when you're all softened up, and then he. Yeah, yeah. I hate logs. <laughs> <laughs> no, like that is that has always been at the top of my list of like the worst ways to go is is definitely a crocodile. Uh, that's that's fair. I mean, I came across this. burning to death would be pretty bad too. Oh yeah, that's that's right up. Or what? 
Burning? Burning. Yeah. I would just inhale as much smoke as possible. Or just inhale fire just to kill me, like, as fast as I could die. What was it during the uh, the French Inquisition? They came up with some pretty creative things. The what? Like the, uh, the uh, was it the Inquisition where they they went around and they're like, hey, are you, are you Christian? You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, of course. And they're like, nah, come on. And then they like split your butthole in half or something. <laughs> I can't listen to like like every podcast. It seems like does an episode where they talk about like medieval torture techniques. I can't listen to that crap. It makes me sick. Like some of the things that they did were just. I mean, it very creative. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, I think being I think being constrained. Would be I, like, say you're, say you're, uh, what is that, spelunking? Oh. And you get, you get pinched off with a rock and you're stuck <laughs> in a cave. That would be the worst way to die. Uh, yeah, That's I a bad getting way pinched off. You're there for days. <laughs> pinched like a loaf. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's oh, that's definitely because uh, see, the that's world's the other cutter thing. is it's... not working. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the there's like factors to it. There's like um, pain, scariness, and time. Yeah, like if you have to sit down in a cave and wait to starve to death, that's that's pretty bad. And you can't move, and it's dark. I'd probably take crocodile over that if it meant, you know, if it was two minutes timely of fashion. horror instead of two weeks of dehydration. Right. And horror. And horror, yeah. Uh, um. <laughs> I wonder how long it takes. Like, if you're trapped in a cave or something like that, what is, like, the average time for someone to be like, well, I got to drink my piss now. And like <laughs> that's the first thing. Well, if you're doing like what he was saying, like spelunking, yeah, like you can't even do that. No, you probably can't even reach a cat. <laughs> the panic, the, the the panic aspect of it at first would like okay. So this is how you would do it. You you get stuck. You'd realize you were stuck. You'd panic, really freak out, right? And then eventually, you know, after an hour or two, you'd. You'd calm yourself down. You're like, okay, all right, I just got to think about this. Let's be calm. Let's, you know, if I just wiggle like this, I might be able to, you know, create a little bit of space. I can pull myself through. But then eventually your flashlight dies. And you realize, like, even if I get loose, I'm never coming out of here. Like, there's like six stages of, of like, just just dehumanizing acceptance. You just gotta cut yourself off at the torso. <laughs> right. Get out of there. Like James yeah. Franco. Just we've got a chew off your own torso. We've got a big conference coming up next <clears> month <throat> that we do every year. And uh one of the speakers at that conference this year, they always have big speakers. One of them's that guy that uh was trapped. The guy was climbing or whatever and trapped and had to cut his own arm off. Yeah. James Franco. Yeah, James Franco is one of the speakers. (laughs) Well, that's cool. 
Yeah. <laughs> I actually kind of excited. How was that guy on a speaking tour? Because he cut his own fucking arm off. So now all of a sudden he knows how to, how to build your to business? Sell, he's motivating people to sell Caterpillar equipment. Ah, yes. <laughs> Let me tell you about determination. I once cut my arm off. That's really about it, but you know, I was determined. And I did it. You can cut your arm. I mean, you can sell stuff too. <laughs> now tomorrow when you're out in your territory and you're in your accounts, I want you to think, where are the arms that I could cut off? You know? <laughs> like, I don't know how that relates. Uh, you should just skip that part. That's interesting. I want to hear it. Most I mean, it's a speaker I don't care about. He's actually got an interesting story. Yeah, but do you think it'll be any better than the movie? Like, are you going to learn yes. something that you wouldn't have learned if you just watched the movie? I just want to see his nub in person, and then I'm going to go play roulette. Okay. <laughs> ask him if you can kiss it. <laughs> I'll just do it. I don't ask. And he can be He's like, just going to Weinstein him. Somebody kissed my nub, and I didn't want it. <laughs> oh, that's gross. Oh, man, what was it? Oh, <laughs> you know what we, uh, you know what we you saw know that, that thing's been in an orifice. Oh, yeah, oh. for sure. Or it tried. <laughs> or, or there is some type of gross miscalculation and there's a wiping related incident. Who knows? Oh my god. <laughs> it would like what if what if okay, what if you got your arm cut off like at the elbow somewhere there? Right? Yeah. And so you like you dedicated a lot of time <laughs> to uh just working it out. Like every time you're driving you're doing like the over the top thing and you're cranking that thing on a you know, on a rubber band and stuff. You get like a huge bicep. Like essentially, it would just look like a big, uh, just like a big round flipper. <laughs> It'd be like a manatee arm. <laughs> what a manatee's arm? I want to yeah. see a picture of a fucking manatee's arm. <laughs> it's like a shark arm for the arm of a fish. Yeah, it's like it's like an oar. It's like one of those legs on a worm. Mammals have arms. You can shut up. <laughs> oh, you know what we went and saw the last week that was awesome was uh, the Disaster Artist. Have you guys seen the previews for that? No. It's. Have you ever seen the movie The Room? It's. No. It was a self-funded, like independent film. That this weird guy named Tommy Wiseau made. And it's like, it was supposed to be a serious movie. But it's been like, categorized as like one of the worst movies ever made. Oh, who was making fun of that? Everyone. Okay, that, that movie. Okay, yeah, yeah, I've seen the previous for it. It looks good. Okay, well, you need to watch The Room first, but then watch The Disaster Artist. There's like, it's like a whole thing. It's like, you know how people go to Rocky Horror Picture Show and they, you yeah. know, goof off and stuff. 
that there's like a whole thing for this too. Like there's midnight showings of it, and people like go there, and they, you know, the crowd like interacts with the movie and everything, and it's it's actually it's it is it's so bad that it's hilarious. Like we watched it the other night, and then and then this the disaster artist is like all about the making of that movie and it's James Franco and his brother and Seth Rogen and um, Nathan Fielder. It's like just a ton of stars that are in it. And it was actually a great movie, but it's uh, it's interesting. It's like its own little subculture thing, you know? Hmm. Have you guys watched uh, Dark yet? Nope. Dark? Is that a movie yeah, or a show? It's a, it's a Netflix show. Uh-uh. Oh, it's super good. What's it about? Um, uh, time travel. Man. Hmm. It's, not, it's not what you think. It's Is not... it about time travel? It's kind of... A, it's, it's kind of about time travel, but it's kind of about death. And it's about missing people and it's it's super crazy i feel like i don't have i don't have anything like i'm not opposed to movies about time travel but i feel like i never like them unless it's back to the future i can't think of any movies about time travel that i don't know i think every movie about i've seen about time travel i've probably liked yeah. I mean, I can't name any right now. Well, did mm. you ever see that one that... Man, I gotta look it up. There was one that I remember watching. It came out when I was in high school. Alright. Looper was super good. Oh, I've 12... never seen that. It was awesome. About 12, Monkeys. 12 Monkeys is super good. Wait, okay. <laughs> All right, April brings up a good point. A kid in King Arthur's court. I was thinking uh, Black Knight. Black Knight? I've never seen that. I've never seen that either. That's where uh, Martin Lawrence goes goes back and becomes a knight. Okay, so you don't like the Terminator? Okay, all right. There's a few examples. That I that I did enjoy. Groundhog Day. Nope. It's a Wonderful Life. That was a great movie. Time Crimes. That was actually kind of stupid, but it was good. Wasn't uh, Time Cop? Isn't that with uh, JCVD? Uh, yeah. I don't think I've watched that. Harry Potter. Oh. Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Harry that's Potter. The, uh, Harry that's Potter's the not. That's not a time travel movie. And the prisoner of Esteban. Did you say the prisoner of Esteban? Something like that. Ian asks if it's the prisoner of Esteban. Yeah, that that shifty uh, guitar player dude that tries to sell guitars at like one o'clock in the morning. I'm going by by IMDb. He's got got those long fingernails. Yeah. Um, Men in black. He's like the the poor man's uh, fucking Santana. Right. Uh, Hot Tub Time Machine was excellent. I didn't see that. 
Army of Darkness. That movie was amazing. Okay, that's like, that, kind of dumb. There was a video game like a few years back where you went back in time and fought like historic battles with modern weapons. Ah, oh, that's my dream. <laughs> Wouldn't it be fun? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Talk about that. That's as fun as murder gets. <laughs> <laughs> Fighting in the Revolutionary War with a with a two like AKs M sixty two AKs and a ZR two Sonoma. <laughs> Damn straight. <laughs> oh, we've had this conversation before, didn't we? You could rule yep. the world with two AK-47s and a GMC Sonoma. Yeah. The world any time before, like, the year 1700. Boom. Uh, I mean, I'm thinking all the way up to, like, late 18, so you had a pretty good run. Yeah. I mean, you're definitely going to be dead by then because they have no medicine and, <laughs> you know, sanitation and food uh but uh, until then you know until you die no you do it till you get sick yeah. <laughs> last five days yeah well i'm getting the fuck out of here and you just go home and like take some cough medicine maybe <laughs> who knows but yeah you need a uh, <laughs> if i can jam down some yogurt i'm good Watch out. <laughs> I got my kombucha. I got my AK. I'm good. I'm going back. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. I don't know. I think it'd be fun. Did, uh, again, not that I want to kill people, but uh, the sheer uh, at, surprise. At that point, you're not even... I don't. Are you killing people or are you killing almost apes? <laughs> I mean, it's like you a come up civilization with, of cannon fodder. You could come up with so so many justifications for killing people at that point too. You'd be like, ah, this guy he he's a racist, anyways, or you know. Oh yeah, I mean, it's, if you're going it's back, pretty... if if you're going back then to kill racists, you just kill every white person. Well, that's what I'm saying. You can just you can just twirl, twirl in a circle and shoot. <laughs> by 2017 standards you guys are all fair game sorry <laughs> uh i think it would be great going back that far because you could say anything and and most of what you're saying would be lost on them they have no idea what you're talking about no one's gonna get triggered <laughs> like no one's no one's getting butt hurt about anything. Everyone's just doing their own thing. Just be, pure slang. <laughs> yeah. You know what's hilarious to think about sometimes is that like every like superhero show or kids you know, movies and stuff like that when we were kids, like remember like every one of them had the the whoever the hero was had like some sort of like a device that had like all pertinent information about whatever they were doing. You're like, man, that's crazy. Like you could just look up how to pick this lock or or you know, type in some information about it. And now like we all have that. Yeah. I mean that is pretty convenient. It's just not in watch form. 
It, it yeah, is. It's had a watch. It is a watch. You get a smart watch. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just not as it's not as useful as as I thought it would be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to make a point. So shut up is what you mean to right, say. Right. Yeah. 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 Stop stomping on my dangus. <laughs> okay. What's on uh, What's on the old uh, Christmas list this year? Hoping for anything specific? Um, I no. Ah, oh, I am super excited for Ian's Christmas gift. Oh, I don't even know what it what it is. Yeah, I won't tell you, but I assure you, it is awesome. It's side. a picture of my boner. Perfect. I'm just gonna <laughs> post it online. Get ready, Instagram. It's already there. That's where I got it. I'm buying uh, you a uh, a gonad garter for your wedding night. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I want to be the one to take it off. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot it backwards over my uh, over my shoulder, and whoever catches catches it gets the clap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> has to take a, a hot shower immediately uh my, the the only thing i have on my christmas list this year is a uh replacement front fender for my ducati that's it watch out world because hmm. some asshole ran into mine and broke it yeah, some dumb dick backed into it. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Yeah. Happens, you know, whatever. How about you, Chubbs? Hmm. Uh, I don't know if I have, like, any really big things that I was hoping for. I would like another, like, uh, tool cabinet thing for my stuff in the garage one that matches my set and uh, oh I want a meat thermometer <laughs> I got one right yeah I have I had one too but I, I got mad at it because it takes too long to actually show you what the temperature is did so I want break, like a digital did it break one. off just squeeze it too hard the stem wasn't thick enough for my liking you know very pencilly and short (laughs) yes i don't know maybe uh whatchamacallit uh the what's that new video game um shadows of war that would be awesome I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, Guys, it's a video I'm game. So far out of the loop on both video games. What do you even do? I, I don't fucking know, man. I come home and I sit and stare and then go to bed. Sometimes in my bed, sometimes wherever I fall. 
it's just kind of a drunken blur after about 6 p.m. Uh, 5.30, but yeah. <laughs> when are you going to finish that freaking Honda? Um, well, I got it loaded up on the table. Uh, da, da, da. I got a lot of the parts out, got that ready, found the wiring schematic so I can finish working on it. And then I've also been monkeying around with uh, Amber's bike, too. Oh, so yeah. I actually, I actually have been doing stuff. Uh, it's just I don't have a whole lot to show for it because it's like, oh, there's electricity going everywhere and nothing wants to shut off because it's a piece of shit. Uh, at least that's the, the issue with my sister's bike. Like, I... <clears throat> you know what? I'm not even going to talk about it because it's a fucking boring-ass story. But it's just getting electricity to places where it shouldn't, and it's pissing me off. Did you, like, follow someone around Walmart or something? Or No. Oh. No. Okay. No. Different, uh, different story. Yeah, different story. <laughs> I was thinking about that table the other day, the old finger guillotine. What? You talking about the uh, the the scissor table? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that one. Uh, I bet you could oh. you could slice through any appendage with that thing. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I got the Honda back up there, and well, I mounted uh, like parts of those um, motorcycle wheel chocks to it. I say parts because. Uh, other parts are still permanently fastened to the trailer. So I'm like, uh, I think this is how it works. Uh, so, yeah, I just kind of ran it up there and prayed that it worked, and it kind of did, and locked it down. So it's back to being secure on a table. And started working on uh, the brakes for it, and, yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll be going. Nice. Not really. It's boring. It's not interesting. <laughs> Much like my job. Uh, when are you gonna uh when are you gonna get out of there? Get out of where? Out of the that crappy state. Oh. Uh spring. 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 And then uh you need to follow suit there, Mr. Klonkowski. What am I doing? <laughs> you two are you two are moving together. All right. It's you have We're to live front. in the same spot, or else it's gonna be too hard to visit. Fair enough. Chubbs, don't say anything about what I just sent you. Dazed out. Yeah, we know. Dazed off for a minute there. <clears throat> Well, your video's off, Whatever so we didn't know if like you just uh, had yourself on mute or what. No, I was just super bored, so I started just leaving the conversation. <laughs> uh, all right, let's wrap it up. All right. Well, thanks for uh, coming along, everybody. And yeah. All right. Uh, that's a wrap is that that's good thank you that's a wrap done <laughs>
Yeah. Um, one of these days, dumb old Falk's going to be back on here. Uh, maybe, provided he doesn't he doesn't send me any more spoilers about things that I love. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to send him a spoiler about Bigfoot not being real. Oh, that's not a spoiler. I've been doing that since I met him. <laughs> yeah okay well have a good one everybody we will talk to you later yeah next time we're actually going to uh think of something to talk about first before we start podcasting no we won't maybe maybe we should we should definitely should but yeah did we try that at one point I'm sorry. Right, say so it again. Let's let's figure. <laughs> let's so next, before we do a podcast next, we'll come up with the topic, and we all have to research that topic, and then we have to stay on topic. Okay. Okay. You let, two let me, pick the I, topic, and don't make, make it a, like rice racing. Wait, wait. One, one stipulation. Our podcasts are generally an hour, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so I say that we just have to stay on topic for at least a half an hour. And then when shit gets off the rails, shit gets off the rails. But I, I don't want to, you know, beat one specific subject to death and not be able to talk about dumb shit. So All right. well, let's I, pick a topic and research it. Okay. I'll do that. I'll let you guys know your topic by the end of the weekend. Good, yeah. Somebody give me a topic. I will give you a topic. Chubbs, I'll give you a topic too. Maybe the same. Maybe it won't be. Yeah, well, do it. I will. Give me a topic. I will check into it. Provided there's a video. (laughs) Provided it's right in front of your face when we're doing the podcast. All right, fuck off. All right, later, guys. Bye, everybody. Yeah.